Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard. I'm so excited that you're here and now part of this very important movement for change in the way mums are looked after in the fitness industry. In 2020, 4.35 million women used our gyms and fitness facilities in comparison to 3.5 million men. Further to this, in 2016, the ABS reported that 77% of women over the age of 15 in Australia would become mothers. This is 3.35 million mothers or 42.7% of a personal trainer's potential clientele. Yet our fitness certificates don't teach us enough and mums themselves receive very little, if any, education about how to move safely and effectively. I am here to change that. This podcast is an accumulation of over 16 years in the fitness industry, a decade working face-to-face with mums themselves and teaching thousands of trainers in my Safe Return to Exercise certification. And most recently, bringing mums and trainers together around the MumSafe brand. This podcast is the next step into raising our voices and bringing mums and the trainers that work with them into the arena to achieve our mission of safe and effective exercise for women at every stage of motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Mum Safe Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Dugard, and today I'm talking with Jono and Travis from Fitness Education Online. Jono and Trav are the co-founders and directors at Fitness Education Online. FEO are one of the largest CEC providers in the fitness industry with over 50 registered CEC courses and are the current AusActive CEC providers of the year. I've invited Jono and Trav onto the podcast today to talk with us about Facebook advertising, specifically paid advertising. If you're anything like me, your relationship with Facebook, especially in that paid marketing space, will be one of love and hate. Sometimes it works and it's happy days and other times you feel like you're literally throwing money directly down the toilet. I always love spending time with Jono and Trav as they are huge advocates of the fitness industry and spend their days supporting trainers to be and do better. So if you've ever been frustrated with your Facebook advertising and wondering if it's even worthwhile, this is the episode for you. Let's dive in. Jono and Trav, welcome to the Mum Safe Movement podcast. How are you? Awesome. Very well. Thank you very much. We're very, very happy to be here. I'm very happy to be here and uh, get a chance to chat. Awesome. I've never done this with three people on the podcast at the same time before, so this is a first for me. Not for us, me and Trav. We'll have some fun. Cool. Um, Let's kick off the way that I like to kick off with a word, a win and a working on. And Jono, we'll go with you first. Yes. So my word is awesome. I'll give you two actually. Awesome and amazing. I kind of use them interchangeably. Yeah. They're my defaults actually, Jen. You know, when someone rings up, Jono, how are you? I'm I'm awesome. How are you? So So does that mean you're actually awesome or is that just... No, but my default <laughs> is awesome. You know, okay. I feel like if my default is awesome, I'm always in a positive mood or more in a positive mood than, than not. So that's my word. Are we doing, nice. are we doing the all three? Word win. I reckon word. we should do all three and then flip over. Otherwise, it's going to get super confusing. Awesome. Okay. So my win is actually, now that I think of it, a huge one. And I haven't told many people this. I think I, I mentioned it to Trav. Um, 
So yeah, I, I've uh, just recently bought a house with my two things. I bought a house with my partner. Oh so, wow! Yeah, so two kind of massive. Um, it one on their own. If you buy a house, it's pretty big. You know, you you do something like that with your partner, it's pretty big as well. So yep. yeah, two of those are, are massive. But mascot, not too far from where you used to. Uh, hang nice, out very cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And when when does it all settle and you get to move in? Uh, so about six weeks. We're mm-hmm. probably going to rent it out. We are going to rent it out for uh, at least six months and then yep. uh, look to move in after that. Amazing. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Exciting. Uh, and working on. So uh, we, uh, we're, me and Trav, we run Fitness Education Online. We're well known for running CEC courses. Uh, more recently, we also run a Cert 3 and 4 in fitness. Mm. Uh, and we've just, we've, yeah, I'll say we've just completed it, uh, a Cert 3 and 4 in business. Sorry, in um, in new business. So a Cert 3 and 4 in entrepreneurism. Uh, and I've huh. just set up a Facebook ad to go live tomorrow. So it could either, could be really good or really bad. Um, Amazing. But either way, that's what we're working on and we'll we'll find out, you know, this time tomorrow. Fantastic. So what's a Cert 3 and 4 in new business in comparison to like a Cert 3 and 4 in fitness? Yes. So um, the Cert 3 and 4 in, in new business, I think it used to be Cert 3 and 4 in small business. It's now okay. changed to entrepreneurism slash new business. Uh, in a nutshell, it's for anyone that wants to start any business, really. Hmm. We've gone a bit more specific, um, but it, it could be for any business. So the subjects you learn in, um, in a, so it's not fitness space, right? You could be an online entrepreneur. You could be um, an influencer, opening a restaurant, a, a dog walker, as, as our um, colleague Paul likes to, to do there. And the subjects are not fitness-based. There is some crossover because obviously mm. there's some business subjects in the Cert 3 and 4, mm-hmm. but the subjects are things like, you know, investigate business opportunities. So, hey, you've got all these business opportunities. Which one are you going to pick? Mm. Um, it's things like organizing finances for a new business. Are you using your own savings? Are you getting a loan? Are you getting, um, you know, uh, leaning off your friends and family? Uh, that stuff there. Then obviously the sales, the marketing. So, Pretty much anything business. If anyone's got like a skill set, cool. but they don't know the business side of things, they'll do this certification and that will teach them how to be an entrepreneur or how to start a new business. I like that. That's very cool. I feel like that's something that you should, not you should, but could be put into a high school curriculum. Like our mm. kids could learn about business as well as just the Have shit that they learn about to, in school. Have you been speaking to Paul? Yeah, do you know Paul? <laughs> you know Paul, Jim? Paul. Our business partner in the Paul teams. You'd get no. on board with him. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I think we need to revamp the whole school system, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well done on doing that. That is super exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Trav, over to you. So word. Uh mine's mine's probably not as exciting as John's. my word's just gonna be content, you know, like I'm happy with everything that we're working on. Kids are good. Uh we've got a, a big holiday trip thing coming up in a few weeks that we're ticking off the last sort of boxes for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, getting everything set, settled there, a win, I think it'll be good for the, the mum's podcast. So people out there, I'll share, I'll share a win. Uh, kids are both sleeping through the night, which is Woo-hoo. good, which is good consistency. <laughs> and, uh, and for all of you out there who are, have been struggling with some things, my four-year-old has finally officially got himself toilet trained after like over a year of effort to amazing stop him 
pooing his pants, basically. So he's finally got, taking himself to the bathroom without prompting and he's very proud of himself. That is a big himself. win, man. Like, that's <laughs> a lot of like stress off your hands, the sleeping oh, yeah. and the toilet training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, um, yeah, so that's, a, that's a big win because uh, – no more dirty undies. Well, no more. There hasn't been any dirty undies for a couple Fingers of weeks. Crossed. So nice. it's, uh, he, and he's been, you know, I put, I put in the, the smaller one who's two, so two and a four year old, put the, the two year old to bed and he comes running in. He's like, come and look what I did in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> cause, cause he gets like a little Freddo frog. It's a, the little, the little bribery. He's like, can I have my chocolate now? And you're like, well, I'm putting Sophia to bed. So, uh, you know, maybe we can give you the bribery later. The bribery yep. will stay for a little a while. while, I'm guessing, mm. but, uh, but it's a win because it was uh, he'd been completely toilet trained for for number ones for like twelve more than twelve months, you know. Just for yeah, whatever reason, the number twos were just, you know, he's uh, yeah. But that that's a definitely a win. That's a, that's a big win. I like um, it. Working on similar Jono, I think I've been working a lot on the Cert Three Cert Four fitness stuff. So mm-hmm. revamping it, making the assessments interesting, engaging, um, relevant. Um, as best as possible. Yeah, you know, so um, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. So so I've sort of been in the weeds of of, of looking at assessing and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that for our cert three, cert four. Um yeah, and then that, that that's I suppose what I've been working and also I suppose in their automation stuff as well. Like I, I do a lot of automation stuff for for the different things that we're doing where where it's email which we'll probably touch on today with our Facebook ad stuff. Yep. But um yeah, a lot of setting up that sort of stuff, um, making sure things run smoothly and, and ideally run by themselves. Yeah, we like that. I probably need more automation in my life. So there's some, but there's not all of the things. <laughs> How have you I actually was talking to Alicia Smith on the podcast recently and, and she was talking about when she used to work on the Cert 3 and 4 at Network. How have you guys found that process of there? Because it's government downright as to what has to be in there and then how much have you guys put in are you allowed to put stuff in outside of that or what have you done? You take yeah. yeah, so we're very lucky that, that we've got, a, we've got a, a, another, a third business partner, as John has said, we're experts with working with, with three people. Um, and Paul Timms is, is that person and mm-hmm. he's amazing. He's been in the industry for a long time and, and has been involved in RTO space, you know, almost from the get-go when mm-hmm. it comes to, to personal training. Um, so he's really been, you know, a good rock for us in regards to the compliance and all that sort of stuff. And it is very government heavy. And, and it's one of these things I come from a teaching background as well. Um, and so, you know, one thing you learn is there's a curriculum that you got to teach and it doesn't make sense to anybody except for the bureaucrats and the people pushing paper, pushing the pens and the red tape or whatever it is. Right. And this is the same. Um, mm-hmm. You can put in whatever you want essentially, you know, but, but you've still got to tick all the boxes, you know? So, but beyond that, you can add all the extra stuff and all these extra bits and pieces, but, um, it's, it's tricky because when you're, you're studying, most people just want to get, get in and out, you know, that this is the mm. fine line that we've sort of been trying to like navigate a little bit on, on, you know, how much extra do we, do we give people? Because, you know, if you give them more, they've got to do more, you know, and yeah. it's a fine line, but it's, it's good. I'm, I'm very happy with the product. I'm very happy with, with, with what we're able to produce and if people want to, and, and what we offer, and, you know, people want to dive deeper and, and learn more about women's health, learn more about kettlebells, marketing, whatever. We, we have those channels really easily mm. available for them. Yeah, fantastic. Nice work. Big, big, big body of work. Well done. 
So I wanted to ask you guys to come onto the podcast. Um, series one is very much talking about how to grow your mum-focused fitness business. And, and you know, I truly believe that without a good business, it doesn't matter all the technical skills that you have. One, you're probably not going to last long in the industry. And two, you're not going to have the impact that you're, you have the potential to have because you're just not being efficient or you don't know how to get things out there. Hmm. And there's this big question, like I'm, I love like organic marketing and putting things out there. And then there's Facebook. Um, and it's such a head fuck for want of a better phrase for those of us that do not understand what goes on. Um, so that's why I wanted to get you guys on the podcast. You've, you've come into the mum safe membership a few times and talked about Facebook and, and some of the team have had some really great results. Um, but before we get to Facebook, give us, Jono, you can go first. The, uh, I don't know, two-minute version of, of how you ended up where you are today. Oh, two minutes. <laughs> All right, I'll talk really quick. <laughs> so, simplified version. Um, I'm actually university qualified. So I mm -hmm. was, went to university, uh, got a degree in exercise physiology, and my original dream was actually to work in cardiac rehab, you know, to work in a hospital and um, huh. do rehab for people that have, that have had heart attacks and strokes and whatnot. And finished uni, went to get a job at a hospital, and they were like, yep, no dramas. You just need to show us five years' experience of you working with this demographic. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so I'm at least five years away. And I was like, what can I do to kind of get that experience? And I was like, you know what? Let me work at a gym um, and tailor my clientele to that demographic. Uh, I ended up working in an aquatic center. I thought they've got a pool there. They teach older adult classes. I'll, I'll work on those. Um, but did that, didn't really like that. I realized that I preferred the general public. So, yeah, I was in the gym. It was okay, but it was kind of like, it's kind of like a Cert 3 job. You know, I was working there. I was putting weights away. I was, um, you know, writing programs for people, like university qualified, Cert 3 job. All the other trainers there were like 17 at high school or, you know, studying something else. I was like, I've got to do something else. Um, so an opportunity came up to run a boot camp at a franchise. Took that opportunity. And at the start, I sucked at it. At this franchise, Jen, there were 75 different locations and oh. you were ranked on how good you were, right? Wow. Based on your attention, there's four-week challenges, how many of your clients came back, right? Now, when I started, take a guess what I was ranked. One was the best, 75 was the worst. I don't want to say the worst, but like I'm feeling like it's down there somewhere. What's your guess? I don't know. Let's go 65? Too kind. I was 75, Jen. I was 75. 75, right? And right. It wasn't like I thought I was the worst. I had imposter syndrome. Like there was objective data. You would love it. <laughs> there was graphs and pie charts and numbers. So I was statistically proven that I was the worst there. Uh, but I loved it. I really, really liked it. So I was like, you know what? I, I just need to work at it. You know, what can I do? Um, I was like, first thing I can do is maybe take some CEC courses in, in running boot camp. So I took some CEC courses and they were really good. And I learned a lot and got better and then took more courses and then got some mentors and then read books and YouTube channels and went to other people's classes. And long story short, it was 12 months later, went back to the same kind of conference where they, you know, yell out the rankings or whatever. Then take a guess what I was ranked, Jen. Number one. Months. You got exactly. to be number one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 12 months, went from like 20 clients to 100, opened up another location. Um, me and Trav started working together at, at that stage as well. Uh, Trav can maybe intro how we met initially, but you know, we hooked up again at, at that kind of stage there and you know, ran a really successful boot camp. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, you know what? Maybe we could teach other trainers how to do this. So, you know, put together a, a CEC course, how to run a successful boot camp. 
that was pretty popular, put together a few more. Um, you know, before you know it, we had five or 10. You know, I can't remember when this was, maybe five, 10 years ago. Now we're up to, I think, about 50 courses. Mm. Not all ours, obviously. We collaborate with a lot of people um, out there. And yeah, that's the CEC side of things. Um, yeah, long story short, that's where that's that there. I'm going to hand it over to you, Trav. Yeah, so I mean, I'll go back and and go back to the the infancy. John and I played football together as kids, oh. and um, at rugby league, know, so we might be all over the, the rugby league. Yeah, rugby well. league. So yeah, we're yeah. Sydney guys, so rugby league. Would yeah, we played rugby league together, um, but John was a you know was a private school boy, so he ended up uh, playing rugby union once he once he got to high school, and and so we didn't see each other for at least ten years, you know. But his younger brother continued playing um, and played in the same team as my younger brother, and so you know. Anyway, time passed, and we, we played together when we were, like, under under 12s or something. And then time had passed. I'd been overseas for a bunch of time, and I'd come back um, to rehab a knee injury. I'd done my ACL. And I was in the gym, and I was chatting, and I was chatting to someone in the gym who I recognized and I knew, but I thought it was – and now I've forgotten your brother's name, Jono. <laughs> Pete. Uh, yeah, Peter. Uh, yeah, Peter, Peter, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm chatting, 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 and, and I go, well, Pete, you know, tell Jono I said hello. <laughs> and Jono's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm Jono, you know. And I'm like, oh, no way. <laughs> and so, Do you look yeah. alike? You have to uh, look alike. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, hadn't seen, I hadn't seen Jono in, you know, I hadn't seen Jono in over, you know, since we were 12, you know. So uh, okay. and we would have been, I was 21. Probably 22, yeah, it's probably yeah. 10 years yeah. more probably, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I had my knee in when I was 21. So, yeah. you know, it would have been 20. So we wouldn't have seen each other in close to 10 years, you know. And I wouldn't have seen his younger brother either. I'd been overseas for like three years as well. I wouldn't have seen his younger brother either in five years or something, you know. Um, and then yeah, and then Jono went off and, and started boot camp. And as he as he grew, like he was like, hey, you want to, you know? And I started working at the same gym. Um, and then you know, ended up going in and, and and working with boot camp. And like you mentioned, it was just it was a conversation of like, you know, what I reckon we could do this better. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, and that's what happened. And you know, and again through the CC path and now into the RTO path, same sort of thing where. We're like, you know, can we do this better than some of these other people? And, and I feel like we are, and, and we're doing our best to do that and um, try to give it a bit of our flavour and a bit of our um, personality, I suppose. And and that's, yeah, that's, I suppose, where we are. Which you guys always do. You always bring personality to whatever, you, whatever you're doing on your stages or anywhere I've seen you. <laughs> yeah, we try to, I think, I, I, guess. It's, 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 I don't know whether it's backhanded compliments, but uh, a lot of the compliments we get are like, you guys seem like real people, you know, like, you don't seem you, know, you don't seem like you're talking down to us, or you, you don't seem too smart. <laughs> like, I don't think they're backhanded compliments at all. I think that's what people need to they need to see and hear relatable people, and you guys definitely show up as that from in every way that I've experienced you. Yeah. So yeah, can I ask a, before we move into Facebook? Given you're a business partnership, and I know you mentioned Paul as well, what are the defined roles? Like, are there certain things that each of you take care of? Um, if you had like an org chart, like who's doing what, or is it more just I fancy yeah. doing this and and I feel like doing that? Well, it's changed over time, I think, as well. But I mean, predominantly, um, yeah, predominantly, John has looked after a lot of the marketing sales, um, and now sort of looks after people who do the sales and stuff like that. And mine was was predominantly content. You know, like like I mentioned earlier, I come from like I'm a primary school teacher as well. Um, so I have come from that teaching side of things and really enjoy putting together that the content and, and enjoy mm-hmm. the education side of things. And and so. That's where we sort of morphed into where we gravitate to, I think, as well. You know, like I, I see myself as, and I still see myself as that someone who likes educating, um, you know, and, and that's, 
that's sort of, I suppose, where my passion sits is, is in educating people, whether it be you know, primary school kids or now PTs or potentially you know, future PTs. Mm. Um, yeah, and then and with Jono, he's, he's done so much work on that marketing and, and, you know, and I think that's come from his growth, like when he was running the boot camp, you know, like he, he really dived into that marketing and, and that and that side of things, which helped him do that and then transition to, to where we are here. The thing with me, like I, I like educating too, um, but I also like money. And I realized, <laughs> I realized that like That's... if I just educate, you know, I'm kind There's of nobody. Yeah, but if I can learn that sales and the marketing, you know, then the money comes in. Um, and whether it's collaborating with Trav or do a bit of education myself, that's that's um, yeah, that's my side. Yeah, nice. And do you guys are, like? Are there any ever ever any differences in opinion as to which way you should go, or how do, you yeah, settle, how do you every settle day. that? <laughs> um, every day, not every day. Yeah. Every every. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, how do we settle it? But the I think just conversation, discussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. I think that's the easiest thing. Just discussion. Yeah. 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 I think that's the. The easiest yeah. way to deal with it, yeah, talking, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, you think this. Okay, what do people want? Which one are we going to do? Let's just do it and run with it and, you know. Yeah, and, and revisit. And I think the other thing yeah. is we, we don't ever lock anything in stone. Yeah. I think that's the other thing. It's it's all it's all very much, well, let's do this for three months and see what the results are. You know, mm. let's do the And even then we've done that before where it's like let's do this for three months and we get like a month in and we're like, well, that's not doing what we wanted it to do. So, you know, let's scrap that. Or you know, or, or maybe it goes better than what we ever expected. It's like, all right, well, that's our new thing, you know. So it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's, yeah, it's just collaboration, I think. I think that's the the other thing, you know, one one thing that you know, we, we spoke about early in business is two heads are better than one. And we've both got very different perspectives on what we enjoy and what we mm-hmm. like and what we would think, you know. that. So, you know, for me, it's like, oh, I would like it like this. John, John would be, well, for me, I'd like it like this. So we try to we try to create things that cater for both personalities as well, which, which I think helps with the audience, you know, because there's people who would be like Jono and there's people who'd be like me, you know, so. Awesome. Do you ever put it to a vote, like with Paul as well? Like there's three people in a room or? No. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I always also think the way I probably look at it is who's more passionate about it as well. Like there's mm-hmm. something that Trav really likes and I don't really, I don't share that passion. I'll be like, well, I would do it different. I try to like that better than me. So, you know, go and do it. Even if both me and Paul thought the other way. And I'm sure mm. it's the same with, with that as well. There's something that I'm super passionate about and Trav and Paul would do it different. But they're like, you know what? Jono really loves that. Let's let him yeah. have his thing. We're not. So it's probably more of that than a vote. Hmm. It's like that we just actually bought some outdoor furniture, nothing to do with business. And it's not the outdoor furniture that I wanted, but I was like, you have that outdoor furniture and I will pull rank somewhere else later on because I yeah. don't care enough to have yeah, a tantrum yeah, about yeah. the outdoor exactly. furniture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is nice outdoor Pick furniture. Your battles. But anyway, Pick your battles, Absolutely, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get stuck into Facebook. When should someone start to use Facebook marketing? Today. That's a very open, <laughs> like, okay, so let me re- rephrase that question. When in there, like, we're talking to fitness professionals, specifically yep. we're talking to fitness professionals that work with mums, but we will talk about whether niching is a good idea when you're Facebook advertising or not. Um, but let's say they are, I don't know, less than six months into their journey. I think the answer will be the same. Okay. Yeah, I think, so my biggest, okay, so... When me and Trav run Facebook ads for other businesses as well, mm. there's probably about three qualifying questions we ask. Okay. So number one is like, do you currently do group training, right? 
that's handy because it's just more leveraged. You know, it's kind of like you know that you can pretty much keep getting more people in there and it's not a massive amount of work per person, right? So that's more a capacity thing for the trainer. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Number one, group training. Um, Number two, do you have like either weekly payments or like some sort of minimum term, right? So if you're saying, hey, it's five, ten bucks, meet me in the park, Facebook ads not going to work, right? If it's, hey, it's 30, 40, 50 bucks a week, then, and it's a minimum of 10 weeks or it's a school mm-hmm. term or, or whatever it is, um, that's got to be in place there because you know how much you're getting back. We might speak about exact numbers and that later. But simple yeah. my version, like let's just say what do most people, most people do would do school term kind of stuff listening to this. Yeah, term or, yeah. yeah I'd what, say so. What do they usually charge per school term? People so I reckon it's around... 250 to 350 if it's gotcha. an eight, eight yep. to 10 week term, if they're, if they're training once a week. Awesome. Yep. Let's even say just 300 bucks, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like if you know that one sale is going to give you 300 bucks, we can kind of do your numbers. You might be mm. like, you know what? I'll put 100 bucks on Facebook ads if I know I'm going to get at least, if I get one person and that gets me at least $300 back. And also, I'm guessing most of your clientele, their, their client, or most of your clientele, their clients probably stay for more than one school term, right? They probably do mm. three, maybe four, maybe years even some of them. So even let's say, what would you say the average is? At least three terms? Yeah, you'd pay? get, if you're talking maternity leave, yeah, probably yeah. six to 12 months, but yeah. there's definitely trainers that have got clients with them for years. Yeah. yeah. So let's even say conservative and let's say the average person does so three terms. Three, six months. Yep. 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 Let's say three terms. There Obviously some more, but some are going to do one and not come, whatever. Like that's nine hundred bucks. Mm. If you spend a hundred bucks on Facebook ads and you get nine hundred bucks back, shut up and take my money. Who would think that's <laughs> beyond right? that? Beyond that, you're getting an immediate three hundred dollars back. Yeah, like yeah, beyond, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like even playing. even adding that's extra true. to that. Yeah, it's like you're getting that money immediately in your pocket. Yeah, exactly that day. Whereas if you're doing like um, you know, if you're just doing hey, ten bucks, meet me at the park, right? Mm. That person might might come along. But you spend a hundred bucks, they've done one session and then they never come back or they do a session here and there. It's just too hard. So the three things are essentially group training, weekly fee, minimum term. And if you do a school term, that kind of counts as the, the weekly fee minimum term either way. Yep. Yeah. Okay. As long and as you've got those three things, you're pretty much good. Okay. And given we are talking about a niche, is it ideal for someone to have a niche when they're doing Facebook marketing or does it make things better? So that's going to depend if it's online versus face-to-face. Okay. Online, yes, niche. Like you just can't do, like we don't even run ads for, people have come up to us before, hey, you know, I run, you know, Zooms or online or whatever, but no niche, general people. Like may, actually I don't think Facebook ads will ever work for that person. I shouldn't say ever because maybe there's a I can't see it. It, it works <laughs> if you're like a micro celebrity, you know, like yeah. like a, or, or yeah. like an influencer, so to speak, you know. So maybe you've got some kind of audience who follows you for whatever reason. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe you've built that up, you know, for whatever reason, you know, by workout videos or by any other numerous reasons you might build up a, a following, you know, on whatever Instagram, TikTok, whatever the cool kids are on. Um, but no yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um. But yeah, I think I think that's where it would dif- differentiate for like that online program if you don't have that niche. Um, yep. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. Okay. No, online, you need a niche. Face to face, not so much to be honest, because you can win just by being the closest. No matter what area you're in, there's going to be people that are like, oh, 
you're down the road and you run a boot camp for mums, or don't even mind, whatever. You're down the road and you run a boot camp. Oh, I never knew that. Let me put in my details and check it out. Okay. I'm just going to add on to that as well. I mean, we're, we're talking to an audience, I presume, who are predominantly working with women. Um, that's a win as well when it comes to Facebook ads. We've oh, run yeah. ads for <laughs> hundreds of businesses. And I mean, we don't even, we, we exclude, we, the ad, like we exclude men from the, from the ad, essentially. You know, we, we only ever show the ad to women, you know, because we, in our experience, men don't buy off Facebook mm. for whatever reason. Interesting. Um, yeah. So yeah, right. yeah, even, if, even if it's a mixed gender boot camp, we just do an ad that's that shows that the goes women. to the women. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? It's just a women spend more time on social media, or women are more. Easy? <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, it's but it's, but it's backed up every time, over and over again. Yeah. We get people who will go, ah, oh, but I want men, I want men. Well, okay, cool. And we go, okay, we'll, we'll split them. So we do mm. one for women, one for men, and then you can decide what you want to do afterwards. And then when one when one's costing like three, four, five times more, like okay, yeah, let's turn off that ad for the men. You know, let's just focus on women. I haven't okay. done enough thinking and philosophying. I've just seen the numbers, and I'm like, eh, it works every time. With, with the 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 women are always, all the female leads are always cheaper than the men. So I'm not even going to question it. Men off. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm going to talk about why it doesn't work for now, and then we'll go back into when it does work. But you've got people, some people throwing money at Facebook ads. Why isn't it working for them? And yeah, what do they need to Look so, at. so I'd say the first. I mean, it could be anything. Mm. Um, I'd say the first thing got, that they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give. I'll give two things, and then Jono will probably go on and and give some more things. And mm. firstly, I would say um, sometimes people are told they need this niche, right? Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they go, okay, well, I'm going to target women who shop at Lululemon, mm. who are this and that and this and that. and they put in like these massive demographic like in their Facebook ad setup. So that's one. It's just like overcomplicated. Mm. And as John No mentioned earlier, you just go, well, I'm just going to choose a five-kilometer radius, you know, like that that ticks the box, you know. Or they're like, oh, well, I only work with women. And the amount of people I've spoken to, like I only work with women. Well, my average client is 28, so I'm gonna, I want to target only 28-year-olds. And it's like, well, so you're telling me if someone who's 22 wants to come in and train with you, you turn them down? Then no, not at all. Okay, so why would you, you know, like, you know, and vice versa, someone who's 40, so – do you have someone who's 40? And they're like, yeah, I've got a couple of people who are 40, you know, but they're not the average, you know, they're not my standard. I'm like, yeah, but you don't turn them down. Mm. No. And like, okay, show them the ad, you know, let them decide if they want to train with you or not. Um, that would be the first thing. So like – So making it too small a Too defining, too defining yep. on their ad, yeah. Um, and then the second thing is that their ad, I would just say the way I like to put it is they put up an ad that would resonate with them. Mm-hmm. as opposed to with their audience. So what I want to see in an ad is, you know, I'm a meathead. I want to see like what barbells they're using, what type of plates they've got, what's their equipment in their gym, what's their, you know, I want to see that stuff. Like I'm a meathead, you know, and that's what I want to see. That's not what the average person wants to see. The average person mm-hmm. couldn't care less what type of barbell the person's lifting with or if they've got a reverse hyper in the gym or if they've got like power lifting plates or, you know, like if they've got a barbell or jack. Or in the boot camp, boot camp setting. You know, a lot of boot, hey, look at me do these burpees. Look at my clients yeah. do these medicine ball slams and battle rope slams. How cool is that? Yeah, if you're a trainer, it's cool, you know. But my mum, you know, or, you know, yeah. for, for, for uh, a new mum or something that's an exercise, that's not cool. Yeah, mm. so they, they put out an ad that, they like and they think about them um, as a part them in their current state as mm. opposed to them 10 years ago or pre fitness so to speak 
Okay. That'd be my that'd be my two key things. Shrap nailed it. I think they're great. I, there's I'm a lot just, of other little micro things within that as well. So yeah, well, I think we'll get to those micro ones when maybe we go for the one that, that does work. We can do it either way because, like, mm. the way I think of that is just like, well, here's the perfect ad. Here's the you know five or six things. So if it didn't work, mm-hmm. these five or six things. But I think we'll cover that when we speak to the, how to do the the proper thing. I'm just going to back travel on that, and I think it's it's probably two things. That first one, I think, because um, there's a lot of like content out there and kind of business content from people that are, are purely online people, right? Um, that type of marketing doesn't necessarily work face-to-face. So the marketing that me and Trav do for fitness education online mm-hmm. is different marketing to what we tell peak trainers to do who are running a local mm-hmm. boot camp, right? It kind of goes back to what you said earlier with, with the niche gen. It's like, yeah, if you're online, you need to have that super defined niche with the age and the interest. But if you're face-to-face, it's going to be more of a, um, a deterrent than, than anything there. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll back travel on that. And yeah, hundred percent. The we'll probably speak about the the photo with the does work kind of things because that's the major thing that will determine if it works or not. And traffic yep. probably the, the major thing that people do um, wrong with the photo or the creative. Yeah. Okay. Do you think some people also don't spend enough money, like in the fitness industry? Oh like, yeah. Do they, yeah. Okay. That's great. That's, <laughs> let's think a minute there because that's a good good point there. I didn't even think of that. Um, so what our recommendation is, is the cost that one client, um, or what you make off one client on their minimum term, that's what you put on Facebook ads. So mm-hmm. on your market chance, give or take about 300 bucks, right? And some people, it's actually a bit more because a lot of people will charge 50 bucks a week, you know, um, for 12 weeks, you know, so there's like $600 and mm-hmm. we'll have that conversation. We'll be like, right, you know, well, if that's, that's a thing, you should put at least $600 on Facebook ads. You're like, Over the next sort of two on- weeks. As well, yeah, like not sorry, yeah, in a two week period, they're like 600 bucks on Facebook ads. I'll never do that. I usually do a five ten dollar boost or, or whatever it is. We're kind of like, well, a how much clients you get off that five ten dollar boost? Zero, right? Um, yep. B, if you get one client, you've made your money back up front. They stay for three months, you made three times your money. But guess what? We don't think you're going to get one client, mm. you put 600 bucks on, we think you're going to get five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten clients out of it. Imagine if you do this, you spend this $600 and you get 10 clients that are paying 600 bucks off the bat, 6,000 back. So yeah, short answer, 100%. Our recommendation, whatever that one client costs, spend that. Absolute worst case scenario, you make one sale and you get a three times ROI, right? Best case scenario, sky's the limit. And the other thing I would just add in there is people who just don't know their numbers. You know, like oh, yeah. the amount of times that we've worked <laughs> with someone, like I tried a Facebook ad and it didn't work. And then we're like, oh, give us a look. And then when you chat to them, they they made, I don't know what their expectations were, but they made like three, four, five times their money back. And you're like, but they only put $10 on. So they put $10 on and they made one sale or something, right? Let's say they put $10 on, they made one sale. So they put $10 on and got 300 bucks back and they're like, it didn't work. And you're like, what? What did you want? How, Where what? else can you print like an yeah, extra two hundred yeah. ninety bucks? And that happens. Yeah. Right? That happens regularly. You know, yeah. like that, that happens regularly with people where they just mm. they go, "I put an ad on, it didn't work. I only got one sale. I'm like, How much money did you put on? Ten bucks." And you're like, "Yeah, they're like why didn't it work? I don't understand yeah. what what their what their tells you did it didn't work." Did you put work. another ten dollars on? Yeah, and see yeah, what yeah. Happened yeah. Next? But that's, they don't. They don't, they don't I put do $10 it. Ten dollars on every minute. That was my my ad. Absolutely. Okay, so let's flip it around then and tell us what does work. So there's something in the picture that we're, we're going to see um, that we want to choose, I guess. Yep. You want to take this one, Trevor? Yeah. So the first key one with the picture is, again, thinking about not what you want to see. Mm. So 
the people who are joining these fitness things, typically they're contemplating fitness. They're not already super duper fit. So they don't want to see people working out and sweating and exercising hard and, you know, like pushing themselves beyond the limits. And, you know, they don't want to see that because that's not them. It's just like an intimidating picture. Yeah, they don't want to see people working hard. You know, the, the photo that we find always works best is just your group smiling, looking down the barrel of the camera. Not too big a group, not too small a group. If you work Ranger. with mums and babies, throw a baby in there. If you have your dog down sizes. there, throw your dog there. Range of body sizes. Mm. You know, Range of body the other types. One, you know, like I think that's another common mistake. Here's me looking shredded in my six pack or in my bikini or whatever. You know, it's like it's good. You've worked hard for it, but it's not going to attract. Most of the time, it's not going to attract that there. The way I like to define it is, you want that your ideal person to be scrolling through their Facebook feed. They stop mm. and see a photo. It doesn't even look like an ad. Because most of the time someone sees an ad, they just scroll through. You know, I think that's a big change in marketing over the past 10 years. You know, now it's like you don't want it to look like an ad. You want that person to be scrolling through their feed. They see a photo. They stop. They're like, who are these people? They look just like me, only a little bit happier and healthier. Mm -hmm. They're the two key things. Like, And when I say healthy, I'm not saying like they're all ridiculous food, but they they look like they're exercising, right? They're Mm -hmm. in workout gear um, and happier. Trav mentioned smile. That's the biggest thing. If I had to say one thing out of it, it's that every person in that photo needs to have a smile. We've tested this as well. If mm-hmm. you let's say you got ten people in that photo, nine of them are smiling, and you got someone up the front with their arms, <laughs> it's not going to work. That one person makes all the difference, and we even get tips on that. Hey, if wow. you know that person, just get them to take the photo. Hey guys, I want to be in the photo now. Hey. Travis, can you take this one here to, to get him out of it? That would probably, that would probably <laughs> be me, though. Yeah, probably would be Travis as well. So, <laughs> yeah, um, happier and healthier, those two things there. And even just to point to a bit more of, like, the psychology of it as well, we don't uh, – let me think out of it. So Travis has mentioned a few times the workout photo, right? Even though that's what they're going to do when they go there, if you show them the workout, it looks like hard work. But if hmm. you show them the end result – a bunch of people that are just looking happy after working out, that person's, oh, why are these people so happy? And why are they so healthy? They must be doing this boot camp or this, you know, exercise mm. thing. Maybe if I do this exercise thing, I'll be happy and healthy like them as well. So they, they do that. And it's not, it's it's almost like the new before and after. Remember like 10 years ago, it was like before and afters was kind of like, that's yeah. gone. But the after now is just happy and healthy. Mm. And, yeah, and I think good. also like they don't need to be these crazy curated photos. Amount of times we'll get people, oh, oh, I've got to get a photographer in. Yeah. And like your, your camera is so good. So take, a, take a selfie. Some people's ads who we've had, because we usually would select like four photos to run on an ad. Some of them, they're scraping the barrel for four photos and one of them's like blurry or like it's, and that finger might be the, the one. Finger that, in the camera. Yeah, the finger in the camera, yeah. you know, like that and that ad performs super well, you know, like they don't mm. need to be like these professional photographer, you know, shots. It's just, just they chill. look too fake, the professional yeah. ones. You know, yeah. they, they look like an ad. People look at yeah. it, oh, that's an ad. I'm scrolling through. Yep. No writing on it either. No, just just a, just a photo. Okay. So we've got, let's say we've got a photo of our smiling people. What else do we need? With, so we even spend a minute there as well. So Trav touched on that. Like three or four different photos. So don't just have the one, you know, three or four different photos. Uh, and if you can, vary them up slightly, even though it's that same style, it's just a group of people after the session, you know, take them on different days. Maybe one of them's like the football team photo. You know, you take it and everyone's kind of there. 
Maybe one's like a selfie, you know, it's you holding it, you've got everyone in the background. Maybe one's um, outdoors, maybe one's in your facility. Maybe you do a beach session, you take one at the beach. Maybe you do a boxing session, you do like that same style, but get as mm. many different variations of them as you can. Even if you don't use them in this lot of Facebook ads, just have a bank of just different mm. those type mm. of photos. So you run this one for a couple of weeks, right? You know, that turns off, you run your school term, whatever. 10, 12, 10 weeks later, when you do it again, right, let's do it again. But now let's use some of these different photos. And you'll and, be able to... And I'm just going to also them. interrupt there. Use the different photo because you can choose what photos to put on and off. Don't turn off the ones that worked last time. Mm -hmm. Replace the ones that didn't work. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Again, people like people go, oh, I need a new photo. And like, Did you add work last time? Yes. Why yeah. change anything? You don't need yeah. to change so the, it. <laughs> the moral I'm getting from this is making sure you've got some way to test and measure and be tracking what's working, mm. which I'm sure we'll get to anyway, but yeah. I'm sure, you, yeah. Sweet. So yeah. that's that's the first part, the photo. That's the most, or the creative. That's the most thing, pe that's the first thing people look at. And I say photo almost subconsciously because that works better all the time for this style of ad, right? Mm -hmm. That's a question, like, oh, should I put some videos? No. Tested it as well. Just have that photo. That's it. And it's easier. You don't need to worry about a, a video or whatever. So photo there, right? That's the first thing people look at. The next thing is the headline, right? Okay. So photo first, headline next. And it's the important thing as well because a lot of people worry a lot about the copy. It, oh, it's almost doesn't matter these days. That's like the least important thing. If you've got a good photo and you good headline, the copy is just kind of proving the point. So the major thing you want in a headline in a local business is just the name of that suburb. And with your demographic gem, it's, it's probably women or mums or, or something mm -hmm. as well, right? Attention, mascot mums. Attention, you know, mascot women. Attention, mascot locals. Whatever variation of that there. Because if we go back to that same kind of philosophy in the, in the clients or in the lead's mind, they're scrolling through their feed. They see the photo. Oh, who are these people? They look just like me, just a little bit happier and healthier. Next thing they see is mascot. I live within five. That's like the next suburb to me. Let me click and see what this mm -hmm. is. So literally just that. You don't need to get too creative with it. It's literally just have the name of the, the suburb in there. It's pretty much yours to lose from there. Cool. And, and that's and that's typically where you'd put below the photo. Is that what you're referring yeah. to there yeah. as the headline? Yeah. 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 So like when you, when you see Facebook ad, it'd be the, the thing below the photo there. Okay. And then if they're running, so they're running the, the photo and testing the photo, they've got the headline, they've got some text underneath. What else are we considering? Let's spend a minute on the text. So that's kind okay. of the, the third part there. So in yep. the front end of the ad, it's literally just those three. And focus on them in those orders. Spend the most time on the photo. Take a week, every day. Take a photo every single day in your session until you get those good ones there. Headline, easy. Just have the name of the thing there. Um, the copy as well. So we've got a very specific copy that we use. Simplified, or even just to simplify it, the, more si the simpler you can make it, the better. This is something mm -hmm. that's probably changed mm -hmm. over the years as well. It, the common thing in marketing a few years ago was to write all this long copy and speak about people's problems or whatever. I just think people don't have time these days. You know, mm -hmm. It's just like get to the point as quick as possible. So that's kind of what we say there. There's a few key things to mention in the, the copy there. Um, the first thing is to mention kind of like your offer. So, hey, it's a 10-week. And actually, I'll spend the important thing there, If well, not if you can, like I recommend using the word challenge right? Let's say you run a 10-week program. I recommend using the word challenge. Now, we'll spend a minute here. We've tested this with different words because a lot of trainers have a negative connotation with the word challenge. I do. It makes me go, mm -hmm. like, okay. yeah. 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 Cool. So here's the thing, right? A lot of trainers think that as well. 
Um, but I feel they've got like, hang on, actually, I'll ask you this question, Jen. What's your mm-hmm. definition of a challenge? Yeah, I, I definitely go into the whole eight-week bikini yeah. body challenge exactly. type loss. scenario. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Would you say this is a pretty good challenge if somebody could just, if someone hasn't been exercising, if they can just exercise three times a week for 10 weeks? That's pretty much yep. Yeah, cool. Yep. That's my definition of a challenge, right? And that's kind of like most people, like that. not in the truth. Mm. Obviously, in the fitness industry, we think weight loss challenge, mm. bikini challenge. I've got to add all these bonuses and mm-hmm. I've got to have a prize for who wins the, who loses the most weight. And I've got to do these body scans. And no, right? It doesn't even, like if you, like the way I look at it, you run a school, you run a 10-week thing. If you literally just have the word challenge in there, you will get way more leads. You don't need to change anything. You don't need to change the name of your business. You don't need to add any bonuses in. You just use that word challenge, you will get more leads. And we've tested this. Do you want to jump in, Yeah, and I'm just going to say there, like, at no point are we saying you're going to throw in weight loss challenge. We're not saying weight loss challenge. We're not saying bikini body challenge. It's literally the word challenge, you know. Like, it's nothing more beyond that. And this is the same thing that that I suppose it's almost on the opposite of what we, we throw at ads that we would like to see. You know, what happens is people say, I don't want to put the word in challenge because in my head, I have these negative connotations Mm. about like, I don't want to run a weight loss challenge. I don't want to run a this. I don't want Mm. to run a that. It's like, okay, well, you don't have to run a weight loss (laughs) challenge. As as Jono said, like for the three of us, the challenge could be all completely different. You know, like maybe Jono wants to run City to Surf and he thinks it's, you know, he wants to get himself ready for that. And, you know, I want to do something else. And, you know, like the challenge could be different. a, you know those stamp cards that when you just show up to a session, like it could be just a super easy yeah. way to turn it into a challenge. You just yeah. got to get your stamp, stamp every time for showing up. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Also, here's the thing: you don't even need to. Ch- it's just you just you don't need to find anything. On the ad. Okay, yeah. so it's literally the word. Yeah. Once you get on the phone with that person, okay, it's the word challenge. You know? Oh yeah, it's a school term. Blah 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 blah. And the reason we figured this out is because we'd have this conversation. But, nah, I don't want to put challenge. Can we put? program can we put term? can we put body reset can we put boot camp can we put like every single variation of it and we t- it just wouldn't work as well so now we're just like no nah, you gotta use the word challenge you can do that other thing okay. but we're not going to take responsibility and we're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> and when it doesn't work we're gonna say i told you so um and even when Travis, like, the amount of conversations i've had where i'm like oh use the word challenge no nah, i don't want to do a weight loss challenge who said anything about weight loss oh you're right so yeah um, yep. Something like that. Hey, ten week challenge. Um, uh, this mention the location again because it just kind of drums it in. The other key thing as well is the start date, and this works perfectly if you if you run like a challenge thing or a school term thing where there is a set start date. Even if you do allow people to join at any time, the ad is going to work better if you just mention it on the start time. Because everyone listening to this knows what the fitness industry is like. You give someone the opportunity to join any time, you're giving them permission to never join in their life, right? Mm-hmm. You put a start date on there, and let's go through that philosophy again. They're scrolling through the feed. They say, oh, who are these people? They look just like me, only happier and healthier. Mascot, that's around the corner from me. Start date, that's next week. Let me opt in here so I don't miss out, all right? So that's an, another key thing there is have that start date in there. And whether we speak about how frequent to run the ads, but even if we speak about just a school term, you're probably just going to run that ad for the couple of weeks in the school holidays or you know the week before or whatever. Then you turn it off when your thing's on. Focus on delivering a really good service to your clients, and then you turn it back on again. You know the um, 
for the next one there. So you're just running that ad at two, uh, for a two-week period, and you're changing that start date each time there. Um, and the final thing is just, it sounds silly, but just adding a little call to action down at the end of it, just saying something like, click below to learn more. And I know it sounds silly because if you're listening to this, you're probably pretty tech savvy. You know, you see an ad, you click learn more, you do it. But not everyone is that tech savvy or not everyone just knows about it. So just having that bit at the end there as well. But just tell people what to do. Yeah, something like that. Hey, 12-week challenge, um, women only, mascot location, starts the 15th of September, click below to learn more. If you literally just have that with a great photo and you have the suburb in the headline, your ad won't totally suck. <laughs> it's not going to be amazing, but it just won't totally suck. You'll make money off it. You literally mm. just do that. Okay. Providing the, it all comes down to the photo though. You know, mm-hmm. like, me, like we can look at photo, that that'll work, that'll work, that won't, that won't, that won't. Uh, but even if you just use those guidelines we said, all right, go and rewind back and, and watch those four or five things we said, as long as you hit those things, the ad will make yep. money. And are you running a lead ad? So they're the, the ads where they come through as leads inside Facebook rather than taking them to another landing page. Do you want to take this chat? Yeah, in our experience, again, the benefit there is that you get their details, which, mm-hmm. you know, like you get the opportunity to have their name, number, email. We want you to actually call them. You know, like that's the other thing. People just expect people to sign up on the spot, which may happen, may not happen. Um, but the opportunity to get a lead ad, to follow up with an email sequence, to follow up with a phone call, to make sure you're a good fit for them, they're a good fit for you. Like it's it's that relationship, you know. You got to get them on the phone, which is always a challenge, you know, but it's about trying to build a relationship because there's always going to be people who aren't a good fit for you and you're not a good fit for them. And that's a genuine conversation to have in that sales process. And uh, yeah, so a lead ad. And then the other benefit of that is you build your database, something that a lot of trainers don't do, you know, and, and, you know, they just so they go like, oh, this person stopped training with me or this person said no, so I'm never going to contact them ever again. And that person is never going to, I'm never going to take money from that person ever again, essentially, like they're, like they're blacklisted, but they don't need to be, you know, like you can, you can contact them six months later. Hey, how are you going? You know, like, are you interested in, you know, with emails or you can contact them on a weekly basis, whatever the situation might be. So the opportunity with a lead ad is it gives you that chance to build your list of people who are at least somewhat interested because they've clicked on the ad and filled in their details. Um, and, and you contact them at a later well, date. You know, you know they mm-hmm. live within five kilometers. You know, um, they've seen the ad, they've clicked on the ad, they've entered the name number, the name number, and email. Despite the amount more. of people who are, who say, "No, I never did that." Yeah, like, you think I just made? You think <laughs> I just randomly that. made your name number, uh, and it I just randomly got it? It's but, crazy, isn't no, it? But I do that as well. I got a call today. I'm like, "Who are you? How'd you get my number?" Oh yeah, I'm like, "No, I didn't." Then I hung up, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I actually did." Get that I did. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about frustrations in a little bit, but yeah, anyway. Um, well, I'll piggyback off what Trav said because I think that's the million-dollar question. Everything we've been spoken, speaking about so far mm. has been very front-end based, and I'll even run through some some rough kind of numbers here. In terms of Facebook ads, it's going to cost it's getting a lot of variables, but simplified version, it'll be about ten dollars a lead, give or take. Okay. All right. Um, and you'll, and even if you suck at sales, you'll probably close about 10%, one in 10. Okay. So that means it's about a hundred dollars to get a client, right? Now they're kind of the, the numbers we've worked with there. We've said, right, put on a hundred bucks and you'll make 300 bucks on the front end. And then 900 bucks when that person um, stays in, it sounds pretty good. You know, you put 500 bucks on, you make five clients, you know, you, that's all well and good. 
But the better, the better thing than making money on the front end is the back end. So even if we use those stats, let's say, let's use $300. So you put $300 on a Facebook ad, you'll get about 30 leads if you use our system. About th at least three of them will sign up on the front end. If you're good at sales, maybe even six, but let's just be conservative. And let's say you get three of those there. So you get a three times ROI on the front end, pretty good. Nine times ROI on the back end, pretty good. Um, but the best part is those 27 people that didn't sign up. Because just because they didn't sign up today, the first time mm. they've ever heard of you, who does that? I'm, I do, but I'm the, the, the minority. <laughs> Travis will never. Travis will follow someone at least six months before he even thinks about giving them money, right? So the best part is actually not those three people on the front end. It's those 27 people on the back end that didn't sign up. And then what compounds that even more is if you do do some organic marketing, as, as Jen speak, spoken about, mm -hmm. because the down, my, my opinion, the down, I love organic marketing too, but the down point is if you're not building your list, you're pretty much speaking to the same people again and again and again. But if you're building your list by 30, 40, 50 people every single round you do, your organic is going to get even better as well. So that's, that's why I love the lead ads. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, go Trav. I was going to say, it makes your organic stuff work better. You know, yeah. like it, mm. it, it just it ties into that organic strategy because like John I said, most people who have organic strategies, most of them don't really get them in front of new people. Mm. You know, and, and this is a way to get in front of brand new people which mm -hmm. never heard of you, never known you, and, and that's the beauty of Facebook ads. I think. And, and it's kinda of like it's kinda of like a um I don't know what the word is, like a almost like a I don't know, spectrum is the right word, where it's like Let's say, let's just say the average person takes six months before they even think about buying with you, right? Yes, there's the people like me that'll buy on the spot. Yes, there's the people that will never buy from you and just whatever, whatever did it. But let's say most people is six months. Like if you're doing this ad every quarter, every three months, you've constantly got people at different kind of stages of the cycle. Mm. So that way, when you're doing your organic marketing, you might, you know, whatever you do, your posts, you know, this 10 week block or whatever it is here. This might speak to the people that you know inquired six months ago, and then mm. you know you do what you do your organic, you know, ten weeks later, and then you speak it to the people six months from then. So it's just kind of like a constant flow of new people that are all coming in at different stages, which really helps. Yeah. And with your audience, just another thing with your audience, I assume there'd be people who will be last stage of their pregnancy who are going, oh, I might want to do this once mm. I'm, you know, I've, I've had my baby, you know. So you may actually get people who are like forward planning, you know what I mean? So that's where this becomes important as well. Absolutely. We definitely get people that are either forward planning or they want to do it now and then they can't do it. Just life happens and mm -hmm. children happen and all the rest of it. Yeah. Do you think having a a profile in the local community makes the, I'm not saying it won't work without that, but it makes it easier. So let's say you, you've got a car signage, you've got flyers that go out, you've got, you're doing talks and then all of a sudden they get a Facebook ad are the conversions going to be higher because you've done that groundwork? Yep, hundred percent. I'd say I'd say yes for me um, on a couple of different things. So I think it's just like mere exposure, brand awareness. Yeah, mm. brand awareness, mere exposure, um, and I think it can also work the other way as well. I think okay. it's like let's say you are running a Facebook ad. Maybe someone doesn't buy off that Facebook ad, but they've seen it, they've inquired, whatever, and then you post in the local Facebook group or whatever. Oh, I did see that, you know. Or that that there. So I think yeah, the the combination. It's a layering effect. Yeah. 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 Nice. Trav, you were going to say something. Uh, no, I was just going to say like I think you don't again, need it. I guess is yeah. Is I think 
Yeah, yeah I, I don't, don't think you need those things to, mm. to make a Facebook ad successful. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not going to hurt if you've got like a brand awareness that people already know you and, you know, but but like I mentioned with the, the Facebook ad, the idea is it's probably going to go to people who have never seen you, never heard of you, mm. no matter, they haven't seen your car drive by, they haven't, and that's, that, that's the beauty of it really is it just the opportunity to get into brand new people. That, that's spend, the main I'll, thing. I'll spend a sec there as well. I think I've got a torn, I, I still like, my take on that, you don't need it, um, but it could be like just give you that extra extra 10%. Hmm. That could be the difference between someone's brand new, no awareness, whatever. They run the Facebook ad, they close at 10%. Maybe if you've done a lot of stuff in the area, people know you, you've done talks, you're posting in the local group, you post on your own profile, maybe you close at 20. Hmm. Rough things there. Um, but, I, but I'll give an example to go to the other side as well. Um, it's probably about five, ten years ago or something. Uh, our Facebook page got banned. Fitness education online. Mm. They used to be a lot stricter. Um, Facebook they used to ban you for for anything. Um, our page got banned. We ran a lot of Facebook ads. I was like, oh, what are we gonna do? I just quickly created like a a, a business page with my name, Johnny Petrahillos, like zero followers, zero likes, zero reviews. Um, ran a Facebook ad, and the lead cost was actually the same. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so I think like. There's obviously some people like the Travises who will click on the profile, go and Google them, you know, all these people. But I think in that situation, you're probably the minority trap. I think most people see the Facebook ad. <laughs> Stalk people. You know what? Yeah, see the Facebook I, ad and I'm just going to click it into my details. I do feel like mums do the research though. Do oh, you know what I mean? Like mums yeah. want to know who they're working with. They want to, mm. you know, they want to click on something and spend some time with that person before they just buy. The okay. other thing I just want to touch on as well, where we keep touching on everyone, I say something. So many like, touch I on. I just, <laughs> um, like if you're going to do that other stuff, that costs a lot of money. You know, like if you're going to spend this money on flies, if you're going to spend money on wrapping your car, if you're going to spend money on, you'd get a better ROI on return on investment by putting that money on a Facebook ad. Yeah. You know, and then the other thing is like going giving talks, awesome. That's a great strategy as well. If you've got the time to do it, you know, like mm. you've got to have the time and the energy, like to be able to get in there and do that. So. Facebook ads, there's no time, like, I mean, apart from making the calls, which mm. we you do highly, anyway. highly recommend. You do the calls anyway. Someone's going to get right. again, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's and it's just such a low cost. Like it, it's a real low cost entry. You don't, you're not paying, I don't know what it costs to get a, maybe you can get a magnet on your car or something like that. But I think the thing about the car is it's a one-off cost, right? And then, and it's there forever. It's like, it might cost you four or 500 bucks. You do it once, everyone sees you in the community and you get yeah, that. I was, that. At, I mean, I, I thought yeah. it would have cost a lot more than that. I thought it would have been like three, $4,000 to get something fancy on your might car. I've got thousand, no idea. It depends. <laughs> you know, I've got no yeah. idea. But it's like with an ad, it's like, that's it. It's yeah, you know, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, like done. Yeah. And you, okay. know, you get a real, and you get a real obvious return on it. Like mm-hmm. you don't know. I mean, you might know someone says, "Oh, I saw your car," you know, but like you know on the Facebook ad that you got thirty leads mm-hmm. and three sales. Yeah, and then everything bad about Facebook. The one thing they're good at is data collection. So you'll know exactly. <laughs> very, you know, very yeah. true. Yeah. Your yeah. data as well as the the leads data. But anyway. Yeah. Um, Trav, you mentioned email sequences before. So, you know, one of my questions was is if people, let's say they've got, I don't know, 50 leads come in, five people actually answer the phone call, 
the people that are going into do you put them direct straight into a, a specific nurture sequence for hmm. from the ad or do you put yep. them directly into your email list so they get your weekly emails like what what's the best nah, option no nah, you want it straight into an email sequence for an ad you know okay. this is Jono Jono has the copy ideas for this and and you know I put in the I put in the automation stuff on on our end now with our systems but um it's like three four emails immediately you know mm-hmm. so like three four emails one day after the next Buy now, buy now, buy now, basically. You know, buy now, it's on a discount or buy now, it's like get this special off, it starts next week. All specifically off that ad running um, with that time frame of, you know, like, hey, it's kicking off in, you know, this is your last chance. It kicks off on Monday, basically. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, a targeted sequence of three, four emails daily, essentially, which in conjunction with, Three, you know, four emails daily, did you just say? Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Three, four emails, one each oh, day. one each day. Okay, fine. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. So three or four emails, one each <laughs> day. Yeah. Um, followed by like in conjunction with, you know, a call each day for three or so days. Mm-hmm. If they're not answering, a text message each day for like for that sort of sequence. Yeah, so you're really trying you to get in front of them. You can automate that text as well, Trav. can be. What's that? You can automate the text as well if you wanted to touch yeah, on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so we yeah, so for us, how it would work on our end using using the systems that we have set up would be they inquire, they automatically get an email um, that's like a thanks for your inquiry and some information. They get a text message just like, hey, we've actually sent you an email with with the information, so be sure to check your junk and spam. Because mm-hmm. it is going to go through, you know, not everyone's going to land in an inbox, it's just the way it is. And only, you know, 20, 30% of people are going to open that email. But that's much higher, we find, when you accompany it with that text message because people will go looking for it. A um, couple of messages and then, like, the last day, ideally, it's like a it's a, a text message, hey, just give me the last chance. Do you want to sign up? We kick mm. off Monday. Um, and, and you only do this, obviously, if you haven't spoken to the person. If you speak to the person, you can remove them from those sequences, um, yeah, especially if they buy, obviously. But, um, yeah, yeah automating that- is, is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's one thing a lot of people it's don't yeah, just do is idea. contacting people yeah. enough. Oh. Was I? Yeah, sorry, I thought I'd muted myself. No, I was just saying that I think a lot of people give up too soon on the leads that come mm. in. They're like, oh, I tried oh, to call yeah. them once. They're not going to answer me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's 100% what happens. People are yeah. like, oh, yeah, I tried to call them. They're like, okay, when? Uh, y- yesterday. Okay, once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't answer or, yeah, they definitely – yeah, you know, and that's where you know, like John, I had mentioned some of the stuff like understanding a sales call, understanding a sales script is is so vital. Um, but John, yes. you were going to say something? Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's so many kind of key points there. I think, and even we're pretty conservative with the amount of contacts. A lot of kind of sales and marketing seminars I go to, they kind of say call or contact at least nine times before giving mm. up. We're like three. I'm a three guy. I'm like, I'll call today, tomorrow, the next day. Obviously, with emails and text messages as well. But I'm kind of and like that adds up to about nine, though. That, that is true. That is true. I guess total with that, you know, it's it's nine there. Uh, but yeah, even in the sales side of things, that's that's considered quite um quite passive. So yeah, I think that that's key there. And I think the other key there is is the automation side of things. It's mm. if you're bad with tech, it can sound a bit intimidating. But once you've got it set up, it just makes things so much easier because today, like. Always if you actually run a successful ad, if you actually run a successful yeah. ad and get thirty or forty or fifty leads, yeah, uh, a, you don't have the time. And you don't have stuff set up. It's a nightmare. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like a, you won't have the time. But b, like most people just won't answer. Like it is what it is. You can either mm. complain, oh they're not answering, blah 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 blah, or you can have some automation set up so even if they don't mm. answer, maybe they get the email. 
okay, maybe if they don't get the email, they get the text. And you hope out of those things, mm. you'll get at least one point of contact in there. Absolutely. Um, okay. So if you had someone that is sitting on the fence around doing Facebook ads, what would you say to them? I mean, I think I know the answer anyway, but what, what do you I, think would get them over the line <laughs> to start? Maybe they could come talk to you guys to get some handholding because a lot of people just don't know where to start on their own. Yeah. I would, well, I'd say this, right? Yeah, that's 100%. What I would do is I would DM me or Travis and say, guys, mm-hmm. can you set me up your Facebook ads? We'll give you money back guarantee. So we're so certain that if, providing you fit that criteria. Yeah, we're so yep. certain it'll work. If it doesn't, we'll give you money back guarantee. So there's nothing to lose from from that person's edge there. Um, but there's probably just one thing I, I got to say here as well. Me and Trevor are talking about this from people that have run thousands of ads over the past ten years. So we kind of know it inside out. I feel like mm-hmm. what we're saying, Trevor, is like if you just came to us, we could do this in fifteen. I think I've even done it with your mob, Jen. I think I was on there mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I'll hang around. Let's all set up the yep. ad together. So like we can do it because we know step by step. Um, but if the person doesn't know how to do it, that's where it may not work. So I'd recommend, yeah, speak to us, get us to do it. We give you money back guarantee. We've got courses that cover it as well. You can go through that step by step. But I'd say that's probably the one caveat. Like I just want to be careful that someone, you know, does this on their own and it doesn't work. And they're like, you guys told me you were getting $10, $10 leads and yada, yada, yada. It's kind of like we're talking about it from a lens that that have done it so much and and we know it works. So I think that's just... I mean, realistically, if you sort of have an idea what you're doing, you could probably walk away with a, yeah. like being able to do it after mm-hmm. today's you know conversation. Yeah. But, you know, like it's it's one of these things, if you don't know where to start. I, I, and again, I would say this is where we, I suppose, are different to maybe other businesses and other brands that, that you know, as I said, those backhanded compliments from the beginning is that quite often, you know, we'll set these things up or we'll do these things with people, but then they'll message and say, hey, how do I do this again? Or, you know, we spend the time with people like John and I will get on a call with someone and then we let them, they keep that copy. Like our, our whole thing is like, we'll set it up for you once and then you just duplicate it and choose your photos. So like, it's, mm-hmm. we're not trying to, we're not t- trying to take you for a ride or anything like that. Like, you know, whereas, you know, if you go with a lot of marketing agencies, it's, it's the retainer for the monthly thing. And, and sometimes they're just literally turning on and off the ad mm-hmm. and if you're that, paying them. Sometimes yeah. they even forget to yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've we've worked with people that we paid good money to, mm. and and they just like they're like, oh, sorry, I forgot to turn your ad on. And, like, and what are we paying you like a couple <laughs> of grand a month for? You know, like wow. you know, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. Whereas for us, it's it's I don't know, I don't like it's it's we we're, we're not hiding behind secrets or anything like mm. that. You know what I mean? Like I think it's yeah, we're, we're here to help people realistically. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that I've missed that people need to know at this kind of entry level? Joe? No, I don't think so. It's, um, I think it's realistically, people often say, I don't want to do advertising until later on down the track. I don't want to do this until I've got more people. I don't want to, they, they always put it like further down the track. And, and, and I think it's just something that is an investment. And, and I mm. really think you need to look at it this way. Um, I think you need to approach it as an investment into your business and, and, you know, like like we said, we're not talking huge amounts of of money. You know, like um, maybe I've lost touch with the common man or something like that. But we're not we're not talking huge amounts of money to go like, hey, if you if it's you've relative, got it's relative anyway. It's cost of one yeah. one client. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you can't put 
one client's cost back into like trying to get more people into your business, you probably, you might have some other issues, right? Like, um, you know, and maybe that's why, maybe that's why you've only got limited numbers to start with. Right. So, mm-hmm. so it, I, I just think people put it down the, down the path of either too hard or, you know, like it's too expensive or, you know, like, and I just think it's something that it's so beneficial and, and I've seen it and we've seen it like with hundreds of businesses now, you know, the, the transformation that a good ad can have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, I agree with cool. that. Anything else, Jono? Are you good? Oh, no, no, no. That was my, that was my closing <laughs> one. He's like, I'm good. Cool. So if people have been... No, we're not, we're not. I do say goodbye and all those things to you. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. No, what I would actually love is if people did want to get in contact with you guys, like what's the best place for them to find you, either of you? Trav's big on TikTok. So send Trav oh, are you? Are <laughs> no, you no. actually on TikTok? <laughs> Um, yeah. 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 Our Facebook yeah. Group uh, yeah. You guys have got a great the... Facebook group. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So just join that, make a post, send me your education online community group. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Right? Just if you're unaware. The name of the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, if you're unaware, jump in. Yeah. Jump in uh, fitness education online community group. Look up Jono or, or myself. Um, make a post. If you, if you can't look us up, send us a message. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Or well, the website, obviously we've got, as I said, we've got, tons of CC courses and tons of options available as well. Awesome. I um, appreciate you both coming on. I have been a, like I dabble in Facebook ads and I've had different people help me out along the, over the years, but I always feel a little bit um, uneasy around Facebook advertising. And I Mm. like to have the conversations that challenge my thinking and then also offer people that I work with a lot of skills in places that I don't have them. So I I appreciate you guys jumping in and, and having this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. As always, it's been an absolute pleasure to have one more conversation that takes us closer to our goal of safe and effective exercise for all women at every stage of motherhood. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, make sure you hit follow wherever you listen to your podcasts, rate and review so more people can join us next time. And if you particularly loved this episode, please do share it on your socials and make sure to tag me. For further information about anything we've talked about, head to gendugard.com. And if you want to connect with me in person, head over to my Instagram at gendugard. And if you want to join the mission and become a MumSafe trainer, make sure you join the waitlist for the next time doors open to welcome new MumSafe trainers into our tribe. Thank you for your voice in this space. Have a beautiful day.